Hello and welcome to Success Stories. I'm Kendra Hall, Chief Storytelling Officer at Success Magazine, and this is the podcast where we sit down with the brightest stars and the boldest thought leaders as they share their stories so you can create your own success story. Early in the quarantine days of the pandemic, millions of people took to social media to show off their newfound baking skills. One person with a decided head start was Ali Chernick, who has turned a family recipe into a thriving business, selling her coveted banana bread. The New York-based baker has developed a cult following and represents a true tale of entrepreneurial success during these difficult times. Ali, welcome to Success. We are so excited to hear your stories. Thank you for having me. I'm going to start with a story here um, of how we came together. So we're both in New York City. Um, I'm on the Upper East Side. And I one of my favorite local markets is Butterfield Market. Uh, we used to live right above there. Uh, original location on 78th Street. Um, and right when the pandemic hit, it, I mean, it was Butterfield was like, the owners of Butterfield, we would like meet each other in the hallway in the apartment and like stand, you know, 20 feet apart and like talk to each other. It was just so crazy. And they had this idea to open a new shop on Madison Avenue. They were in the middle of doing it. Then the pandemic hit that, you know, there's a lot of turmoil that goes with that. Um, but one of the things they, they opened the business, everything's been going great. And one of the things I love that they're doing is they're bringing in other local brands and mm-hmm. yours is one of them. And I kept going. So Allie, you are Allie of Allie's Banana Bread. Yes, it's me. And I kept going into Butterfield and they would have signs or they'd post it on Instagram, like Ali's banana bread is here. And I was like, what is this? But whenever I went, (laughs) they were already sold out. And then I started following you and knew I had to have you on the show because this is exactly what success looks like right at the beginning. So thank you so much. Okay. So how crazy, first of all, let me ask you, how long have you been, like, how long has Ali's banana bread been a company okay so i've been making it for a really long time um since i was little so it's my grandma's recipe um it's been altered a little bit but it's basically her recipe still um and i've been making it since as long as i can remember and it it actually officially became an llc on february 14th 2020 so yeah so yeah it was valentine's day last year i mean but but you know, I was technically started to sell it at, I mean, do you want, should I talk about like how it kind of started selling it? Yeah. Yeah. Talk about how you started. Well, actually, you know what? Let's go all the way. I want to go all the way back, which wasn't what I was intending, but I feel like this is what we should do. I want to go all the way back to you. This is your grandmother's recipe. So tell me, tell me about your grandmother. Tell me where it really started. Just the bread. (laughs) So she, um, I always know, I always want there to be a cool story from where she got the recipe, but she's literally like, I have no idea. I don't remember where I got it. Like I got it from something and then I changed it over time. Um, but she's been making it forever. Like since my mom was little and, um, she, I remember one time in the fifth grade, we had to do this project. It was like a potluck and we had to bring in 
something, some sort of traditional dish our family would make. And I was like, my family doesn't really know how to cook. No one really knows how to do anything. Um, but the one thing that's pretty consistent is that my grandma always brings her banana bread to, you know, any type of holiday gathering we have. So I was like, that's kind of a tradition. So in the fifth grade, and I asked her for the recipe, and that's kind of how it started. And um, I started making. So my grandma's from New York. She uh, still lives here. She's still around. Um, I see her all the time. And she's actually a big part of my. I know you only started following me kind of recently on Instagram, but she's a big part of my Instagram because she. Every once in a while, we have dinner at my mom's, and she brings a suitcase of things to give us. Um, she just is like she loves coupons. So she's always finding like cereals that no one's ever seen before and bringing them and being like, Allie, you obviously need this. And I'm like, yeah, I, I do obviously. kind of need it. <laughs> um, so yeah, so she, so anyways, I started making it and it was kind of the rest of history. I, I started making it for, you know, bake sales, for friends, for um, housewarmings. And eventually um, once my friends and I graduated college, they started to ask me to make it for them for like, you know, office parties and stuff. And, um, so that's kind of, that was like post-college, you know, first job was when I first started to kind of have these exchange of sales and I wasn't really calling it like it was Allie's banana bread. So it was my banana bread, but it wasn't Allie's banana bread yet. Right. And so that's how it kind of started off. Do you remember? So I, uh, there's so much I want to ask you about here. And the first thing is, I think it's so interesting that you said, that first memory of really like making it was in fifth grade. There's been so many people that I've interviewed where they've talked about something like my first time, my expertise is in storytelling. The first time I told a story was an assignment for fifth grade. And there's been so many other great entrepreneurs, thought leaders where that fourth, fifth grade was when that kind of like, spark happened. Now I'm sure you're what 11 years old, you're not thinking, yeah. oh I'm going to make this a business. But do you remember people's response now looking back? Do you remember because also let's pause for a second here because I'm sure that they weren't they were thinking like bring food from your heritage or you know, yes. right? Like yes. like that's exactly what they meant. And you're like I'm going to bring banana bread. Yeah, yeah. And what did they say? Like did people did you get to see people love it? Yeah, I did. And that, and that was when I, I also, that was the first time I had made it and like had it right out of the oven. And I was like, whoa, this is really, like, you know, I always thought it was good. I was like, this is even better than I remember from Yom Kippur last year. Mm-hmm. So like my, um, but yeah, I do remember it me kind of having a different dish than other, you know, everyone had a more like traditional, like, oh, my grandma's from, you know, Poland and she makes the best pierogies and that's mm-hmm. awesome. But I just didn't have something like that. And I kind of yeah. thought it was a lame thing for me to bring a banana bread, but it ended up being like, I guess the best thing that ever happened to me. So what an amazing, like I think about I what know. my kids would bring and they'll bring like, they'll bring the Caesar salad premium yeah, exactly. like Costco. <laughs> that's, that's what they would bring. It's not going to yeah. be like, they're, they're great. That's not going to be right. that great moment. They'll have to find a different one. So I do think, um, just just for a pause for our listeners here, I 
no matter where you are on your success journey, um, one of the most important things I heard that really changed my life, I was much older, I was at a job, I was like trying to find my way. And I heard this interview actually with success and it was Donnie Deutsch. And he had said, hey, if you're trying to find like what your passion is or what you should be doing, go back to when you were younger. Like, what did you Mm -hmm. love doing? Or what were some of those like moments where you were like, oh, wow, this is... And we've seen it time and time again with people we've interviewed, including you. So that is... Now, let me ask you, did you ever have a moment where you wanted to name it? I mean, it was just called Ali's Banana Bread because you were the one that was like bringing it. Um, But when it was starting to become more of a company, you were like, oh, I'm going to sell this. Did you ever think about naming it after your grandmother? Yeah. So I actually initially... It's funny you bring that up because I just... My friend who made my logo just the other day sent me... um, a photo of when I was going to call it Sheila's banana bread. Um, and it was the same kind of logo, like a cursive name and then kind of the banana underneath. And I was going to call it Sheila's banana bread. And, um, because I was like, uh, you know, it is her banana bread. It's not my banana bread. And I don't know. I felt like Sheila was more of like a grandma name and it kind of had like a better feel. like, Allie, eh. but then my grandma called me and was like, listen like she has an accent she's like listen like there's already a Sheila's out there like I guess there's a Sheila's um I never heard of it. well now that I know about it I'm like oh I see it everywhere but there's like a Sheila's um uh dessert brand and okay. they make like brownie crisps and stuff like that it's really delicious so she was like I don't want to get sued like name it Allie's banana bread <laughs> and I was like okay it's gonna be Allie's banana bread so yeah initially it was going to be named after my grandma and then she was like don't do that so I listened to her uh, that's good. Grandma's no best. Yeah, exactly. And I'm happy I did. I, I think that at the end, it's like now, because I didn't realize at first how big I would be in my brand, you know, like yeah. how, like, and so the fact that it's Allie, like makes more sense. Yeah. Yeah. Because that would be, you are, you're right. Like you are a part of it. Like this yeah, is, exactly. it's about the bread, but it's about you. Yeah. And it would be confusing if people were like, but are you right. Sheila? Or are you? Yeah. Yeah. I, I see that. That's an interesting, and I love to. I love the logic of your grandmother. Uh, there's already yeah. a Sheila, but then also the belief in like uh, a transfer of ownership, right? Like right. it was almost like a blessing in a way. Like, yeah. hey, this is yours now, right? Yeah, definitely. Does she ever want like a quarter of the profits or something? <laughs> she, some people always ask me that, and I've asked her before, and she says um, that I could just pay her in hugs, but she doesn't like hugs, so it's like not hugs. She like just smile. I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you so you make you make this bread. You realize how good it really is. You go through high school, college, and then. Do you, so do you get a real job like out of what, what are those years between fifth grade and February 14th, 2020? I remember that day. Imagine like that was when life was still. I know it was like right before. It was like 2019 actually. Yeah. February, 2020 was actually 2019 is how we should characterize it. Yeah. That's true. Um, I know when I said February, 2020, I was like, that sounds weird. Um, But but. yeah. So, well, I was really big into photography for a while. Okay. Um, actually, since I, since also pretty much as long as I can remember, I was always like that, you know, on our family trips, I would take the pictures and print them. And um, then I ended up going to college for photography. And um, I, when I graduated, I had a bunch of jobs revolving around photography, a bunch of freelance jobs. And I, I liked it, but I just didn't, it, I didn't, 
it wasn't really what I wanted to do. You know, I don't know if it was because at this point it was something that was my job and not like a hobby anymore. And I maybe just kind of like lost my love for it. Mm -hmm. But, um, you know, I still didn't know what I wanted to do. And then I finally got my first like full-time, not freelance job. And I worked for Ralph Lauren as a digital asset coordinator. So I kind of dealt with like the behind the scenes photography and I really liked it, but it was the same kind of thing. I didn't, I couldn't see it really going anywhere. Um, it was, it was fine. You know, I was happy, like nine to five job, but, um, you know, at this point I was, had been doing Alice and Annabelle on the side for a good amount of time. And then eventually I was like, I had, you know, I was like, I can quit to do this full time. So That's, I did. So let's, so let's go to that. Yeah. Moment, which is, which is fascinating. Like I, and actually I have the, I mentioned to you, I think offline that I have an interview um, later this afternoon with James Altucher and he wrote a book that's coming out soon called skip the line. And like, how do you, how do you skip the, where everyone else is like, well, you've got to do this and then you've got to do this and you've got to do this in order to have success. How do you skip the line? And one of the things that he talks about in there is um, combining ideas or combining skills. So your skill in photography, one of the things that is absolutely incredible about your business, about Ali's Banana Bread, I can't speak from experience about the actual bread, but I do know that when like my mouth is watering, just thinking about it, like when I see the photos of the bread, it's like, this is why everyone's, and are you the one that takes those? Yeah, I am. See, and like, I think that's part of it because when you're looking at Instagram, you want to eat that bread. Right. And it takes a talented, like if I were to take that a, I am not allowed to bake anything. And B, <laughs> if I were to take that photo, I told you my kids would bring the Caesar salad, the pre no, Caesar salad. That's what my mom's like too. Like, yeah, literally. it's good. We all have, we all have <laughs> yeah, our students. But exactly. like, I think that those two, the combination of those two skills and talents has been an accelerator for you, wouldn't yeah. you think? Yeah, definitely. I mean, I think that at first I you know, food photography is actually something that I didn't realize was pretty difficult when I first started this. I, you know, if you, if you scroll back to like some of my first posts, I just wasn't really trying that hard and kind of just taking photos of the bread. Um, but yeah, I mean, just once I actually kind of sat down and was like, okay, you know, that I know about lighting, I know about all this stuff. Like, yeah. let me put this into the photography for the banana bread. And that is when I started to become a lot more successful on Instagram. Yeah. Would you say that social media has been an important part of your success? Yeah, huge, actually. Um, because, you know, what happened was, is when I, so when the pandemic started was when I started to kind of first get all these like offers from like, all of a sudden, I all, all of a sudden, everyone is reaching out to me about selling at their coffee shops and all this kind of stuff. And then the pandemic started in the kitchen I was renting had closed. And I was like, okay, how can I make the best of this? And at this point, I didn't really have that many followers or anything. And I was like, okay, I'm going to really up my social media game. And that is really what, I mean, that's really what led to me being able to quit my job because I kind of upped my social media game, got, you know, took better photos, figured out how to use Instagram more. And then by the time I got back to the kitchen, I had so many, I had such a big following that I was getting so many orders and that's, then I could start thinking about quitting my job. So yeah. it really had, I mean, a huge, I mean, it's, I mean, I basically run the whole thing. I mean, I have a website now, but it started off of me just taking orders 
um, through Instagram. So let me, and I, I love that we're just, the story is so fascinating to me that we're just skipping all around. So I know, you, sorry. no, no, that was my, this is me. I'm <laughs> as long as you, you know, your story. So I'm just going to skip around and come back to all the, yeah. all the, all right. One of the questions I wanted to ask is like, what did it look like? Like before you quit your job, like when it was still, when you were like in that phase, you're, was, was there a phase where you're like, could this be a thing? Is this a thing? Like, do, what did that, do you remember that phase? Where were you baking? Like what did those, you know, when you hear about, you know, Amazon being started in a garage or whatever, what did, what did Allie's, I want to get it recorded here so that when you're, you know, a billion dollar banana bread company, we got it. Like this is what it looked like, like right at the beginning. And maybe while you were still working, maybe when you still had your job, what did those, what did that early hustle look like? So when I first started, so like I said earlier on, um, when I first started, I had kind of, um, it it kind of started off with my friends requesting to get banana bread for like their office parties and stuff like that. And I had this, I I had the idea of starting this business like a lot, like a very long time ago, but nothing super serious. I mean, just kind of like how a lot of people have a business idea in the back of their head, like nothing I thought I would actually ever do. But once my friends started bringing these loaves to their other friends, they would then ask me for the recipe. And because I didn't, and because I always thought I would make it into a business, I was like, no, I don't want to, I don't want to give you the recipe. I'll make you banana bread. And then that's, so that's how it started. It started off just me in my kitchen and they would actually usually give me the bananas and I, I baked in general. So I had like all the other stuff. So I was like, if you just give me the bananas, I'll make it. And then you can come get it, whatever. Um, and so, yeah, it started in my kitchen and I, it got to a point where I was getting not like an insane amount, but an enough that I had to kind of stop doing it through texting. I was like, I need to make like an Instagram for it. And that's how the Instagram started is that I kind of was like, this is a good way to start taking orders. That's not making a website and not taking it. Yeah. Yet. But, um, but yeah, no, at this point I still like, I mean, I think a part of me, thought it could maybe be something because I knew how good the banana bread was, but I didn't really ever think anything would come of it. Um, So yeah, it really just started in my kitchen and I kind of um, did this. And then it got to a point where I just like once a week would um, take bake. And then I would, in a suitcase, I would put the banana breads in the suitcase and bring them to work. And then after work, I would roll the suitcase around Manhattan, like on the subway and deliver them to everybody. Um, and so that, yeah, that was the beginning of it. I was literally like rolling banana rip breads around in a suitcase. And um, then I was like, and then it got, I mean, then I was like, this is getting to be so much. I have to stop. I have to figure something else out. And now I'm here. Oh my gosh. Well, that, yeah. I always wonder when I see people on the subway with the suitcase and it's clear that they're not like coming from the airport and, right. like, and you're like, but what? Maybe there's banana bread in there. I don't know. Now, now, which is much more pleasant than where a lot of my thoughts go to. I'm like, what is yeah. in that suitcase? And then, if it, then you probably had to like go around town picking up bananas and filling your yes. suitcase with. <laughs> yeah, and I actually I became really good friends with all the because all the you know bodegas around me always had these um, bananas that were going bad, and um, I would get 
I would take bananas from them and then I would give them banana bread um, as a thank you later on. So I, and I still like talk to them all the time. Like they're always like, I can't believe what happened. Oh, I love that. Oh, and they're still yeah. there. Like, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. That's good. That That's good to hear. I mean, I don't, I get my bananas from in bulk now, so I don't really get them from them anymore, <laughs> but at the time that's, that's how I got them. Oh, they get to, you know, that's what they would hope for. I would have, yeah. you know, like they're cheering you on. Yeah. Um, and I, they wouldn't waste their bananas. They usually would just throw them away. So. Yeah. So you, okay. So it gets to be too much. Yeah. You're rolling around the city with your suitcase and you're like, I can't, I can't do this anymore. But yeah. You don't, you don't stop. No. What do you do? And at this point you're still working. You still have yes. a full-time job too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, so then what do you do? Okay. So then I decided I, I was like, I need to do something. I need to sell this to the public in some way because I, you know, I think it's the best banana bread. My friends think it's the best banana bread. My friends' friends do. But like, is it really that good? Yeah. And so then I decided I would, you know, I looked into some like farmer's markets. You know, I didn't want to do something where I sold like consistently somewhere. I was like, I need to find like a day market and Mm -hmm. see how that goes. And my whole plan was like, if that went, if this goes well, I'm going to start taking this more seriously. Um, And so I found this, so I live in Greenpoint in Brooklyn and um, this organization, Greenpoint, it's on, uh, I mean, it was obviously canceled this year, but they have a one day holiday market um, in this like loft, this beautiful loft in Greenpoint. Um, It's a great thing that they do, um, really helps small businesses. Anyone can really do it. I applied, um, you know, all you have to do is pay for a table and you're, you're in. So I, at this point, you know, had like a kind of a logo because my friend made me one for Instagram, but that was really it. But I was like, okay, I'm going to make this look really legit. I got a sign. I got napkins. I got wrapping. I got everything to make it look like, cause at this point I'm not even like a real company. I was like, I'm going to look like I'm real though. Yeah. Um, I got all my friends who were working like at the stand shirts. And so we go to this sale and, um, I have like samples and everything and people are went insane. And I was like, Oh my, I, I remember being like, yay, but Oh my God. I'm so like, because it. I kind of was like, yeah. of course I was hoping it was going to go well, but I also um, was, you know, I had another full-time job. I was like, okay, now what am I going to do? Yeah. So, so yeah, it was insane. I mean, people, I was like walking around the market at one point and I could hear people being like, Oh my God, did you try that banana bread? And, um, just, there was like a line and I sold out, um, in the, I sold out a chocolate chip within the first two hours. And then by the end of the day, I sold out, I made 250 loaves. Like I was like, just in case. And then I sold out and it was crazy. And all these, you know, at this point I only had the Instagram and I was getting so many DMs of people wanting to order it. And yeah, so that was a really pivotal point because so this was December 2019. Okay. Yeah, so this was December 2019 at the holiday market. And that was a big point because I was like, okay, and now I'm going to I'm going to take it to the next level in yeah. some sort of way. You know, I feel like my first step was making an Instagram for it and kind of like legitimizing it in that way, but not nothing crazy and now, you know, then after this market I is I started to look into like legally how to do all of this. Yeah. And that was like the next step. There's so much value here. Um, 
on a couple of different levels. Number one, I love that you were just like, okay, I'm going to, it was like the next, it was always the next step. And mm-hmm. there, and it was, it was just small steps forward, yeah. right? It was like, okay, I'm going to change from taking orders via text message and I'm going to get an Instagram. And then, yeah. and then that got <laughs> overloaded. Right. It was, okay, I'm going to get a table, but you weren't like, I'm going to get a, brick and mortar shop. And I'm going to go. Cause at this point you were still those 250 loaves. Where did you bake them? In my apartment. Right. Like, yeah. I, I, and like you probably were like, okay, I need to get a cup. I need a couple of pans. Right. right. Like you, but you, you didn't say I'm going to go rent a big kitchen. Like you were no. just taking it. And I love, and love that what you said right there. Um, because it's so real. Like, okay, if this goes well and you're hoping it goes well, yeah. But then it's almost like you're having this conversation with the universe, right? right. Like, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. But like, prove me wrong, please. Because no, totally. For it to go super, to be a huge success, that means you got to, you know, like now it's, right. oh, do I quit my job? Now it's, do I get a kid? Like, what does the next step mean? Yeah. So that, like, you were excited, but also like, oh, shoot. Do you yeah. like... Yeah, exactly. I mean, and that's something, you know, a lot of people ask me, like, what made you finally decide to launch this business and stuff like that? And I'm like, it so didn't happen that way for me, that it's hard for me to answer that question. Because that's not I didn't like, you know, someone recently asked me to interview, like, when did you launch? And I'm like, I I don't know, when did I launch? You know, when did I technically launch? I'm not sure. Like, it was such a, you know, hobby that just turned into this. And um, yeah. And it's, yeah, it's been really great. Have you read the children's book? What do you do with an idea? No, I'm going to see if I, it's hard to find, but I'm going to see if I can get your address and like, okay. Yeah. Be because be I feel like it is, it's just this idea. It just grew and grew and grew. Now, yeah. another question before we get into the fact that you then quit your job and then a pandemic yeah. started, right. Um, what were your friends and family members and like, what was your close circle saying at this point? Were there people who were like, oh my gosh, you got to go for it. Were there people who were like, oh, that's cute. Like how fun that you were at this farmer's market. But like, what, what was the, what was the noise out here? What did that sound like? I think it was half and half. I mean, I have a really amazing group of friends and an amazing family. So it was mostly um, you know, people saying I would go for it. And obviously we're not getting into this yet, but so I think that, but then it was like, I was thinking about quitting my job and then my family was like, wait, are you sure? But before all that kind of before, um, they were, everyone was super supportive. I mean, I have, you know, friends who are, you know, I have friends who are a little bit more realistic than others and I need them. Um, to kind of be like, okay, Allie, like you should, yeah, it's not that I don't think you should do this, but you need to like, think about, how this is all going to work. So mm-hmm. no one was ever putting me down and um, doing anything like that. But, you know, there were my friends who kind of made me like sit down for a second and think about everything. Cause it was all kind of, you know, I was really excited yeah. and everything was crazy. And so I was kind of jumping into a lot of things at first, but they kind of made me take a second to breathe. But, uh, but no, there were, I mean, there were a lot of people who were like, not my, you know, people who, would kind of be like passive aggressive to me being like, Oh yeah, that's cool. You were at a farmer's market. Like where even is Greenpoint? Like stuff like that. <laughs> right. Um, but those weren't, I wouldn't consider those. Yeah. That's, those, yeah. Those are just kind of like jealous people. <laughs> those are, but they're all there. I mean, isn't it crazy yeah. how they show up and I'm sure they've been showing up. 
Oh yeah. More now. Yeah. Like yeah, now. definitely. Um, so let's talk about that. I, I think it's important because it sounds like you made some very measured decisions mm-hmm. and whether that is something that you come by naturally or it was the help of some of those more realistic friends. But how did you in the end decide to leave a great job? I mean, you say, oh, I work for Ralph Lauren. Like I'm sure yeah. your parents were proud to say that your friend, you know, like it sounds right. really good. Yeah. Um, w- like what was the what was the process that you went through even through like, what was your comfortable financial threshold to be like, right. Okay. Yeah. This is full. Was it like, Oh, I'm making as much with my banana bread as I did. Like, what did that all, how did that decision come about finally? Yeah. So it was actually, I wish it was kind of a uh, better story, but it really was just the fact that I, you know, I was in a pretty entry level job at Ralph Lauren. And like I said before, it wasn't really something I could see going anywhere. And so I wasn't making, you know, I was making money, but I wasn't making a crazy amount of money. And so I kind of one day sat down and kind of went over the finances for banana bread. And I was like, I can make this amount of money and do something that I actually like to do that could actually go somewhere. So it was kind of like, you know, working for, I mean, of course I'd be giving something up. Like I was giving up, like taking a sick day is losing money now. And that's, you know, something that I had to think about. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, I was like, this is what I want to do. This can go somewhere. So this is what I'm going to do. There were two groups that were, you know, you, you'd said like your parents, I want to hear about like the two groups that your, your family, when you're like, I'm going to quit my job. And then that day that you actually did quit, like, so what did your, what was yeah. your family's response when it was getting more serious? My family was, I mean, they're really supportive, but they obviously, I think, were just like, are you sure this is what you want to do? You know, I don't know. They just, I mean, they're worried because it would, I also, I also like, I went to art school. Like I didn't go to business school. I've never even taken a business class. I haven't taken a math class since I was in high school. Like I, I mean, there were so many factors that obviously I was thinking about too, um, that they were like, you know, you have to just, they, I think at first they were like, don't do it. It's, it's, um, you know, just do this on the side. Like you're happy doing it on the side, blah, blah, blah. And then I got to a point where like, no, I really do think I'm going to do it. And then they started to kind of be like, okay, well, let's make sure you are okay. And Mm -hmm. like, um, you know, how, you know, before you do it, just make sure how, you know, figure out how you're going to get your health insurance, figure out if like you need a business advisor or someone who can kind of help you with all that kind of stuff. So I think at first it was kind of a shock to them, but then once they realized it was something I, I was really serious about, they were just wanted to make sure that I kind of had everything in order. Mm -hmm. And, um, same with my friends. I mean, I had some friends that, you know, it always is like the create, like I have friends who want to be actors and of course they were like, go for it. Like, yeah, (laughs) always listen to the actor friends. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And then my, like, you know, I have friends who've had the same job since we graduated college and are in a very consistent place. And, um, they were also just kind of in the same place as my parents of kind of being like, just make sure you have everything together and in place before you just quit. It's one thing to have an incredible recipe. It's one thing to enjoy baking. It's right. one thing, you know, like the 
that's all one thing. Running a business. It's, yeah. You're not just, you're not the baker. You are, yeah. you're everything, everything right? Yeah. And was that, um, was that a shock making that transition? Yeah, it was. I, you know, it, but like I said, because it kind of happened in small steps, I still, I did kind of know what was coming. Mm-hmm. Um, and it honestly, in a way, things just got easier because I didn't have another job anymore. You know, like, I mean, I used to do this thing where I was in one day bake and package and send banana breads out. And it was the most insane day. And I would be so tired and everything was so crazy. But then once I quit my job, I would bake and then let them cool. And then the next day package them, you know, so I, yes, it came as a shock because I, I think that overall, like, like I, you know, there's so much to, to a business besides to this, just other than baking. Yeah. Um, and you know, it's funny cause people are always like, so what do you do all day? Like the days you don't bake. And I'm like, there's so much to do, you know? And it's, it's hard to even like tell them what I do. I'm like, even just answering emails is just like one whole day. It's, it's yeah. crazy. So yeah, it definitely, it, I think just how time consuming everything is definitely mm-hmm. came as a bit of a shock to me, but, mm-hmm. um, I'm definitely in a, better place now where I'm organizing everything a lot better. And you're now in, well, let's go. Uh, so then you, you quit your job. Was that, yeah. I mean, did they even care? Did they know it? Like what day was that? Was that? Yeah, a- that was in September. So I quit my job in September. Um, yeah, they, so uh, Ralph Lauren is obviously a huge company, but I worked at the studio, the e-commerce studio in Long mm-hmm. Island city. Um, so there really weren't, there's probably like a hundred at most people in the office. So there really wasn't that many. It was a pretty um, close group. Um, and yeah, it was sad, but I, I am still very close with a lot of them and it was really such a good place to work. And I really, I loved my boss. I loved everybody. And um, they were all really great and supportive and so excited for me. And I always would bring my banana bread to work. And so <laughs> They were, oh, and then it kind of, it's funny because it was kind of with Ralph Lauren that I evolved because I was like, do you guys, I think I'm going to start this. And then I was like, do you guys like this logo? And they were like, we like the other one. And, and I don't know. So they kind of really saw me grow in front of their faces. Oh, how cool is that? And they got to yeah. be like some of the, and then see you on your way. Yeah. yeah so that all happened late 2019. Um, yeah. And then. No, late we, 2020, right? Yeah, so 20, oh, September 2020. Wait, so I quit. you didn't, so you quit your job just a couple of months ago. Yes, yeah. Oh yeah, my gosh. Yeah. So you are working and baking and living in a, so, so let me ask you then, did the pandemic, like, I can't believe you quit a job in a pandemic. I know. That was so, a big so thing too with my parents. They yeah. Like, so, so, so did the pandemic, like, how did that, did that affect your decision-making process? Well, so that kind of, I, I was talking a little bit, a little bit about this before that I kind of wasn't, you know, I was in a place before the pandemic where I, so I do drops now because that's how crazy it is that I have to like kind of open the orders for only a certain time a week. But before the pandemic, I had orders open at all times. And I basically would have these things called bake days. And I would be like, it would be on my website. I would say, okay, you know, you can place an order whenever you want, but this week my bake day is Tuesday. So if some that someone placed an order Thursday, they would know, 
you know, the timeline of me like, mm-hmm. okay, well, she's not going to bake it till Tuesday. So it probably won't go out till Wednesday, whatever. Um, and then during the pandemic, and then what happened was, is my kitchen closed, like I said, and then I started to kind of be like, I'm going to just make the best of this and make my social media presence yeah. a little bit better. And that's how it kind of got to a point where I had such a large following that by the end, uh, by the, not the end of the pandemic, it's obviously still happening, but by the time my kitchen reopened, yeah. I was getting so many orders um, because I had such a big following that um, it honestly kind of helped, ended up helping things yeah. because I was getting more orders now because of my Instagram following that I got better at during the pandemic. Yeah. There are a lot of entrepreneurs that used the pandemic as an opportunity to get better at something that maybe they right. wouldn't have gotten better at before. Because I wonder what would have happened. Yeah. If you didn't right. get the chance to, I wonder if it would have blown up as big as it had. Yeah. Yeah, I know. It's 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 funny because I, I don't know. I mean, I think that Instagram is really a big part of what blew me up. And yeah. um, I don't know if I would have had, you know, I don't know if I would have taken the time to um, look into the fact that it could help me so much um, yeah. if, if this didn't happen. What happens next for you? Like, what are you, because you're, as far as I can tell, you're at this like, crossroads of yeah. explosive growth, but you are still one person. Like you're a one woman right. show. Um, now people can order on the website. You said you've switched to drop day. So you only take orders for a certain period of time. I mean, I, I've said it a couple of times. I can't even get my hands on it because it sells out and yeah. which is incredible. Um, like what, what do you see next for yourself and how, like, how would you get there? Have you yeah. figured it out? I think that I'm in a point at a point now where I'm well, like I said, because I've been this has been growing so organically, I a part of me wants it to keep going like that. Um, you know, I just hired an assistant so that I could bake more bread. So it is in a way great um growing. But at the same time I can I can see how many people are on my website during the drops. Like there is way there's there's really high demand. And I don't know, I, you know, I am in a place now where I'm kind of trying to decide what I want to do. Like, do I want to keep being this kind of like hard to get banana bread and kind of be a very, very small thing and kind of grow it on my own? Or do I want to start? I mean, everyone's always like, you should go on Shark Tank, you should go on Shark Tank. And, you know, and I thought about it, you know, that then, or do I want to get investors and kind of, you know, blow this up faster? Um, so I, I don't really know, I guess is the answer is that I'm, I'm trying to figure it out. I'm trying to decide, you know, what the best thing to do for Allie's banana bread would be. And, um, you know, like I said, I'm not, I, I'd never taken a business class in my life. So I'm kind of like seeking help from people and just seeing, you know, listening to stories like this and seeing how other people grew their companies and kind of just trying to go off of that. And I guess my biggest thing is like, there's not a huge rush and I'm, I just want to make the best decision for it. So I'm kind of in the process of figuring that out. Well, and I think that you're, that's so wise because it would be really easy. I mean, like any of the various stops on the journey, the stories that you've shared here today to get caught up. Right. Right. And then 
and maybe lose sight of what it is that you actually want. Like exactly. yeah, you can go the way of Sarah Lee or Mrs. Fields, or right. is that what exactly. you want? Yeah. Um, and how to, and I love that. I feel like people are often so frantic about it. Like they're in a rush. They're in yeah. a rush for success. They feel like it's fleeting. They feel like if they don't act now, uh, they're going to miss out. And I think it's really important what you just said. Like there isn't a yeah. rush. I want to do this right. And what you're doing right now is working. Like right. that's so interesting. Well, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm thinking about all those like, uh, have you, do you have any mentors so far who have helped you? Like people who you are following? What I, well, like, I mean, mentors, not completely, but I have people, I, you know, I've hired some like business advisors and business yeah. managers through some freelance sites that have kind of helped me. Um, but, you know, I DM Christina Tosi a lot, but she doesn't answer me, obviously. <laughs> um, but, you know, not, you know, no, there's no one specific I'm really looking up to. It's just kind of, I'm kind of trying to see it as, my own thing and mm -hmm. you know figuring out what's best and yeah like you said like the thing it, it's just like what I've been doing has been working so well that I don't really want to lose that path you know and like I I think that I think that the only thing that I'm like confused about is like okay there's such high demand like what are you sure you want to just keep doing this as organically as it's been going so I don't know I think that I'm in a place where I'm really trying to figure it all out but yeah it's it's crazy. <laughs> um, I know I'm thinking, I'm thinking right now and now there's just going to be more people who are going to know about you. And right. I'm sure it's that same feeling at like yeah. that first holiday show where you're like, Oh no. <laughs> yeah. Like, Oh no. Now no more people are going to know. <laughs> no, I really, but you know what? All these things are coming to you because they're meant to. Yeah. Um, and so you should like feel good about, yeah. like feel confident in that. Ali, just out of curiosity, like what, are there different, I mean, I know this, but for anyone listening, like, are there different flavors? Like what makes your banana bread so crazy good that you're like, people just almost crash your website to get a hold of it? Um, you know, it's funny because everyone asks if there's a secret ingredient and there's not, but it's just a really good recipe, I guess. But <laughs> Um, you know, because I've had other banana breads and I, I like, I'm not just saying this because I'm Allie's banana bread. I really... I really do think it's the best banana bread, but, um, yeah, I have a bunch of flavors. I mean, I love plain because that's, that's just the OG and it's great, but yeah, I have, um, so the ones I have mostly at all times are plain chocolate chip and, um, peanut butter, chocolate chip, Reese's and yeah. And then I do a monthly flavor now. Um, that I started this past summer, which has been really fun because um, I did like an apple cinnamon banana bread. Cause so they're all, they're all still banana bread. Mm -hmm. um, and it's, it's just been really fun to experiment. And then I sell um, some little muffins at this place called Eddie's Grocer in Greenpoint. Um, it's like a Lebanese market. And we did a collab of this tahini carrot banana bread and it was really, really good. Because so yeah, it's like both. Yeah. That that one that one I'm most proud of because it was it was very experimental. But um but yeah, it's been really fun. I did like a cinnamon toast crunch loaf and um yeah, it's been it's been really fun. So yeah, it's it's just been it's great. So any um 
Well, first of all, where can people find you if you want them to? (laughs) Yeah. So I have, follow me on Instagram. So I have basically right now I do these drop days. The information is always on my website and my Instagram. And I'll say like orders will open at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on this day. And that's when you can start ordering. And um, if you don't get it from that, there's so the only the reason Butterfield also sells out pretty quickly is because they're actually the only place that sells my loaves. Mm-hmm. Um, so Butterfield, you can get some of my loaves. And then other than that, I have slices at this place called Brooklyn Standard in uh, Greenpoint. And then I have these little mini muffins at Eddie's Grocery in Greenpoint. So if you're listening and you're in the New York City area, you are in luck. There are different places where you can find it. If you're listening from elsewhere, you'll want to go to Ali's Banana Bread. It's all one word, right? On Instagram. And the same, uh, Ali'sBananaBread.com. Okay, Ali, one, two more. Well, one more question. Um, Maybe two. What, and this is, this is just, because you're, it's the success stories podcast, but where you are right now, from what you can tell, what does success mean to you? Success to me means, um, I guess just every day waking up, kind of doing something that you love. And as long as it's, you know, supporting you and makes you stable, then I think that that's success. Yeah. Yeah. Waking up, like looking forward to what he's going to bring. Right. And also just working, you know, working hard to do something and, you know, getting benefit out of it. Yeah. And what would you say? I love that. I I, I think about it because there are days that I get up and I'm like, yes, I get to do this today. There are days where I wake up and I'm like, Oh gosh, it's my email day. Yeah. So, right, right. but that's also maybe a sign then, because there are going to be different parts of business that you love, and there are going to be parts yeah. that you don't. So maybe that's an indication as you're growing of like when you wake up and you're like, oh, you got that pit. You're like, ooh, I should yeah hire someone to do that. Exactly. Like, well, that's that's funny that you say that because I'm now in a point where like, of course, I love baking, and that's why I started this, but. I don't really know if I want to be the baker anymore and it's crazy, but like, you know, I baking in this capacity is not the same as baking, you know, I mean, it's fun. I'm not like dreading it or anything. Like I still really like it, but yeah, I mean, I think that um, I'm in a place now where I'm kind of, so at first I was like, I just need an assistant. And so I got an assistant and now I'm kind of thinking, I kind of want the next step to maybe be a baker um, to at least start with helping me. So it's not so crazy. Um, but yeah, exactly. Like, it's like when I wake up, what is the thing, you know, it's my, it's like, I have my own business now. I can kind of like figure out and do whatever I want. So mm-hmm. it's like, what do I want to not do anymore? What could I hire somebody to do it? Yeah. And I yeah, know it's still mine, but it's going to be different. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, but then it's like, I'm not baking it and that makes me sad. And so, you know, I'm still figuring it out, but yeah. 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 And I, I think that's such a good, uh, like, I think, um, entrepreneurs come up, have that problem all the time, right? Yeah. They're like, Oh, but this is the thing that I do. But if it's the thing that also keeps you from doing it, yeah. because we, you mentioned at the very beginning, like it's a good thing you named it Ali's Bennett because so much of it yeah. is you. Well, right. you can't hire someone to go be you. Like you yeah. have to be, right? Yeah. So if you had a 
baker and then right. you went out and feed you that is the official term yeah yeah you know yeah but it's hard it's super hard to give up those things that you're like right. and maybe you don't have to give it up entirely maybe it's just yeah no exactly i mean maybe it's, it's for one drop day and then exactly. they take the other drop day yeah we'll see we'll see how it goes uh well i am just i really do feel like ally that um I feel really smart because I'm like, we are catching this girl (laughs) and like, it's going to be no matter. And and of course, no matter what it is where you see this going and is, is right for you and your business. I just know that um, you are, you are in the process of just absolutely, absolutely taking off even more than you already have. And I just feel so lucky that we got to like sit here with you where you are now when you're baking all the bread. Um, So thank you so much for being here and sharing your story. Thank you for having me. We'll be cheering for you. Yay. And I'll send you some banana bread. Yeah, I'm going to go, I'm going to go talk to Joelle at Butterfield and be like, save me the next time. It yeah, comes yeah, yeah. To save me a love. Yeah. yeah save. All right. Thanks, Allie. Of course. Thank you. If you enjoyed this conversation, look up an inch or down an inch and check out all of our previous discussions. You can find those at iTunes, Spotify, Overcast, Stitcher, or wherever finer podcasts are sold. And of course, check out the latest issue of Success Magazine by heading over to success.com slash subscribe and get more inspiring stories like this delivered right to your front door. Be sure to give us a review on Apple iTunes and you can find me at kindrahall.com or on Instagram at kindrahall. That is Kindra with an I. I can't wait to hear the stories you'll tell. Until next time. Until next time.